Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> hey, fuckers. How you doing? Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. Uh, this is the anti-slut-shaming podcast. We've only been doing it for five years. I forgot what my line was. And it's been the same line for five years. So. Are you having a stroke? Hi, I'm Corinne Fisher. I'm Christina Hutchinson. Welcome. Welcome, you guys. Oh, the news. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now, but we would like to take time to focus on a topic that possibly doesn't get enough attention or maybe it gets too much. Guys, electric scooters and micro-mobility. Here's everything you need to know. The rise of micro-mobility companies, this is a Forbes article, has been well-documented over the last few years with companies like Ofo and Mobobike in China and City Bike and Jump Bikes in the U.S. providing consumers with convenient options for last-minute transportation. All the companies have gone on to raise venture capital or be acquired, showcasing both the consumer and investor demand for last-minute transportation solutions because we're lazy fucks in America and all over the world, apparently. And also, sometimes you just want to get stoned and ride a fucking scooter. Um, there's a lot of companies... Uh, additional e-scooter companies hitting the market, guys. We're about to get inundated. You think your city's fucked up now with all the scooted scooting? It's about to get worse. Additional e-scooter companies from all over the world. They include... These are the names of the companies. Skip. Spin. Scoot. Skip and Spin are terrible names. <sighs> You're telling me. Pop Scoot. Beam. That's an STI app, sir. Tier Mobility. Wind Mobility. <laughs> Was that scooter going to sail on it? Voy Technology, Vogo, Dot, and Flash all recently announced large capital raises. In Europe alone, five e-scooter companies have emerged and raised over $150 million in capital. Mm. Since the start of 2018, I'm like, you guys, this money could be going to better places. Yeah, Stop. I would name my e-scooter company Dork. <laughs> I would name mine. I'm a loser on a scooter. <laughs> Although, full disclosure, actually, no, I haven't ridden the scooters. I have expressed interest in riding them in my head. Mine would be called unfuckable. Do cities need electronic scooters? <laughs> Mega cities worldwide are facing an epidemic of congestion and pollution caused by rapid urbanization that is increasing gridlock and putting severe pressure on public transportation systems. Forty left. I'm just naming other scooter companies that I'm starting. Yeah, no, this is good. 46% of car traffic in the U.S. is caused by cars on trips less than three miles and micro mobility solutions could, it could help alleviate the significant portion of last minute gridlock i still don't want to fuck you if you're riding a scooter though <laughs> um so yeah just guys the scooter craze is getting out of hand people are dying on these scooters they're just trying to scoot to work but todd didn't bring his helmet and then all of a sudden he has a head injury and he he can't remember his daughter's name so it's like are these things worth it they're crowding up. They're not in New York. I got a they? DUI. That's another good name for it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just you have every helmet is like a flag has a flag on it. It's like I got a it says I got a DUI. No, the, this guy got a DUI and it's an arrow pointing down. That's really funny. Because oh, what are other reasons you'd ride a scooter? You just want to feel the breeze on your hair. I guess if you're really into the environment. Oh yeah. Although I watched an, an episode of Adam. You know what? I watched an episode of Adam ruins everything. He does ruin everything. And basically like if you have a car and 
like trading it in for a an electric car or like not using it is worse for the environment. What the, the trade in definitely is because the thing is like ele- yes, electronic cars are, are are better for the environment when they are on the road, but to make th- the energy we forget about the energy that's used to produce things. So the energy used True. to produce that car that is then better for the world it is worse than oh you God. just keeping the car you already had and driving that. We um, can't win. Yeah. Well, I mean, and also most like a lot of, and that's like, for a lot of like green energy, like so a lot of people like are like throwing out just like you know boxes and boxes of pre-existing plastic straws. But for me, like I'm like I'm like okay, I'm using the straws I have left, and I'm not going to buy any more. I right. bought a metal straw, but I'm going right. to finish off the ones I have. Well, yeah, because otherwise I'm just yeah, throwing go. them away. Right, you might as well sip something through. Yeah, suck something through it. Exactly. I'm going to name my scooter company. I just can't win. <laughs> um. Okay, so, you know, be careful when you're out there scooting because you can lose a tooth. You're just trying to save the environment and then it just goes awry. Um, And also come see us live, guys. We're going to be the only tour date we have to promote at this moment in time is in Indianapolis. We're going to be at Helium Thursday, April 18th through Saturday the 20th, 420. Go to sorryaboutlastnight.com slash tours for all other dates. Those tickets are up. Uh, And this is the episode airing on 215 correct yes so then uh la dates we can do too mm. uh my well my la date i guess is a uh, monday uh february 25th i'll be in los angeles and again we have to record a bunch of these episodes ahead of time so just look to my social media for where and when those shows are going to be on february 25th but i'm like i'm guessing that they're at night they're definitely in la or the la area probably like la proper yeah because uh, that's where i'm gonna be so <laughs> unless they're sending me a fucking lift uh that's that's where the shoot's happening just a scooter pulls up <laughs> oh my god a guy on a scooter carrying a scooter over his shoulder smells like, like tequila you're right <laughs> his name's steve <laughs> uh and he has a hawaiian shirt on it says a five o'clock somewhere oh that's not would sound kind of fun actually that's a good name for a scooter company it's five, five o'clock, o'clock somewhere. somewhere and it comes with a margarita but i won't holder. be there until seven because <laughs> i'm on a scooter um and then please listen to two less lonely girls out every monday short mm. episodes we have lots of fun content coming with me and rosebud baker and if you're in New York City on Saturday, February 23rd, uh, Glamour Plus is happening. It's my birthday show. I'm very excited. It's 7.30 p.m. at Zinc Bar, which is a very, very dear venue to my heart. It's a historical jazz venue, um, 82 West 3rd Street. Myself and Wendy Starling co-host, as always, with Nina and Simone. You'll get that if you go. And tickets are 15 bucks, 21 and up. Click the link in this, in this description and then do it. Today's episode of Guys We Fucked is brought to you by... Quince. I love Quince. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. I love this website. I'm on it right now. They have suitcases. They have things for babies and kids. They have men. They have women. They have home. I love a home section. Oh my God. And the products are gorgeous. Like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50. Okay. Organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, because I do have tops that are silk and I do wash them and then they disintegrate, but not on quince. Okay. The best part of all, all items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Okay. I love, I have this beautiful hunter green purse from quince that I love and use every day. Their bags are gorgeous. Indulge in affordable luxury. Just go to quince.com slash GWF for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash GWF to get free shipping and 365 day returns. 
quince.com slash GWF. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Guys, we talk a lot about therapy on this show. So you know we are big therapy advocates. Whether it's like a, a small question uh, about something that's going on in your relationship or a big question like, should I move across the country to take this job? Sometimes it just helps to have someone not invested in the outcome, i.e. not friends or family or your intimate partner invested in the outcome to talk it through. It also takes the burden off a lot of other people in your life and, you know, reminds them that you love them just for being them, not because you are their free therapist. It's a great thing to learn coping skills, how to set boundaries, and it kind of just makes you the best version of yourself. Like, we are all given a version of ourselves. Why not make it the best version it can be? So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And then you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Because remember, therapy is like dating. If you don't like therapy, it really might mean that you don't like your therapist. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash guys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash guys betterhelp.com slash guys and i already went to la i hope it was great i hope nothing bad happened because that'd be uncomfortable if i like lost a leg and then i'm just like la was great and you know that's what happens that's a weird place to lose a leg because i feel like i know like it's like it's like what happened what were you getting like cosmetic knee surgery no i think now that i'm a i'm a surfer now so i think i could get bit by a shark (laughs) yeah i'm gonna surf in la okay okay but it might injure me don't, well, I'm trying to trace oh, adrenaline and activities and not men. Oh, and you don't have health insurance. Shh, people are yelling at me for that. I'm like, you guys. Why are they yelling at you? you but it's not because it, you just missed the deadline. I missed it. That's why. Well, I mean, I'm, that's fucking bad, but whatever. Yeah. I'll deal with it. I'm fine. Well, unless I'm not. And oh. you find that out later. But I mean, you know, you just pay for it out of pocket. Yeah. Yeah, that's but what I, happens. I gotta go to the doctor, man. Mm-hmm. Just to go. I gotta get like a blood work or something. I got an STI test. That was but cool. you can go and just get a checkup at like a like a, some kind of an urgent care. Like if you just go, it'll be like, hey, can you t- do my blood pressure? Oh. Uh, take this, whatever. Do my vitals. And oh. it'll be like $250, Yeah, you know, last time I got a physical, the doctor felt my boob. And then I realized that that was wrong after I left. Yeah. So I'll make sure that doesn't happen on my watch again. There's also something called like, oh God, I used to be on it. It's called like something one, like one emblem. I can look at my emails, but you just pay kind of like almost like a membership fee and oh. go. And you do not to where and oh. not health insurance. They, like they have doc- different offices, but it's oh. like a step up from urgent care. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I would like to try that. Yeah, you can do that. Okay, cool. Um, well, now that we have your health care plan underway <laughs> publicly. Oh, man, guys, I'm about to get checked up. Um, Seems like you're avoiding talking about something. No, no, no. I, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how to articulate it. Because last week on the intro, we talked you talked about um, a person you were seeing. And, and it's weird. Yeah, that, not, could be, oh, that could be over by now. I know. I know. <laughs> I, that's why I love recording all in bulk, the intros. We usually don't, but this month we're traveling. Oh, I'll be bummed. Because it's like... Because it's like, what's going to happen? And then you listen to how how much hope you had in your voice. <laughs> That's what I do. It's a time capsule say, of hope. This relationship's going to last forever. Yep. Oh, you fucking That's dumb, why I don't dumb listen Christina. Back. I don't listen back because I'm just like, yeah, who knows? Uh, well, so, so some, you know, 
uh, we talk about like fucking fans. We've talked about that before. Like fucking people who try to come up to you after your shows. And there, there have been like, um, and I'm not trying to encourage this, but maybe I'm, I don't know. Um, there have been some guys that have messaged me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I do check my Instagram DMs um, and my other box because people send me fuckboy Friday. Oh, but those aren't people who came up to shows. There are people no. who are like, yeah, exactly. No. I was like, what? <laughs> whatever. Well, this one guy's a girl. But he's, they're like hot, like hot. Mm-hmm. I, I remember I noticed this one guy's profile picture was like a dog. So I was like, he, you couldn't even tell what he looked like. And I looked and I was like, yo, this guy's hot as if you're hot and you have a dog avatar, you're living life crazily. Ooh. And he let does people know. jiu-jitsu and shit. And I just, mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, yummy. And then he'll like, it's just, and then, but then there's this guy. I kind of want to show you a picture of him. And I hope this isn't, that's why I was telling you earlier before I would press the record button if I'm crossing a moral boundary here. Um, because Ooh, I'm interested now. Um, this is not the direction this, I thought I was going this in. Is, there's this model guy. And I. this is where it gets tricky of me disclosing this stuff because I don't know, I guess this person listens to pot. I don't Maybe he doesn't. I have no idea. I commented on his Instagram once because he was just hot. And I was like, you are so hot. And then he started following me and like sending me pictures of himself mm-hmm. in the shower. He's a model. He's a professional model. And um, and he sends me like pictures of his dick. And I'm like, this guy doesn't look that old. Like, so the message he sent me. <laughs> oh, no. So, he doesn't look that old? Is or, that what you're saying? Yeah. And I and I said, I was he, so he sent me a photo of, of, I don't know, it was him in the shower or something. And I feel like he looks young. He looks here. Let me show you a picture. Let me see that dick, I'll tell you. <laughs> That's a spring chicken dick. Um, this is him. Oh, I mean, he's not so, I can tell, he's not so young that there should be a problem if where you're scared. If he was 18, though, I wouldn't be shocked. That's what I'm saying. And I, you know me, I'm not attracted to you. He looks older than 18. Well, he's 23. Um, See, so there you go. that much older, but whatever. 18 That's and 23 is a huge difference in like life and how totally, you're going to act, though. Totally, but 23 to me... <laughs> 23 that's um, the guy i was talking about a couple weeks ago was 20 was 20 1995 23 oh right? my god if you're 23 you're born in 95 that's 23 so was a 24 i can't do math fs i've Emily, never Emily, <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even have to look at a fucking calculator oh god so why we pay, this is why we pay people to do math because we're not good at it um and then he like so i talking about this i hope he doesn't listen i don't think he does um but uh he's like where are you at i want to quit this IG shit and just come pull my dick out for you in real life. <laughs> but this is this is why I like the youngins on Hinge because the He's young aggressive. guys are a lot more aggressive and they care a lot more about stuff. Yeah. Well, I don't I've never had an older guy be this aggressive and I'm like finally. But well, you can s- wait for them to be, you can you can find one who is but then that's the how you have for your lapses when you don't have relationships. <sighs> yeah, to keep you busy, keep your mind at ease. Yeah. Um if uh and then uh, oh, I thought you liked that, but oh, you only answer when I send you a pic of my cock, lol, and which is true. And then he's like, "Gotta he's, teach him young," goes, which is fine. I'm down, but fuck the virtual shit. And then, and then I was like, "Haha, fair." And then he said, "Well, I just got back to my spot in the place he lives. Uh, would love to link up. Would love to have an orgasm with you." I'm like, "Wow, 23 year olds are really like." Mm-hmm. That's a very nice way to articulate. And then he sent me a photo, and I haven't. And I like that, that he that he was complaining that you were only caring about his dick. Like how refreshing to have those gender roles yeah. reversed. And I'm like, yeah, maybe you're a little piece of meat guy. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say little guy. That sounds weird. Hey, but then boy. he sent me the. <laughs> I just wanted to look at this. Ooh, oh, that's not a good one, Christina. <laughs> she literally opens it up, and it's just like a, this flaccid penis laying on his, uh, laying on his uh, own stomach. Oh, I should write back. Wah, wah. Uh, I don't know. It's just weird. It's just weird. This is the first time I've ever even like considered entertaining a tw- somebody in their 20s. Mm-hmm. In 23. That's so young. Yeah. I mean, I'd fuck a 23-year-old if they were bringing it, but I wouldn't. I totally. mean. Totally. 
don't i mean don't i don't even i'm gonna warn you now don't even think about dating this person seriously dating him. ew no i know but no. you can get wrapped into stuff sometimes i know so i'm giving you a warning and here. i say that i'm comfortable and confident and i can just have a casual sex relationship but maybe i can't i really try to let you let people live their their lives without me stepping in but i gotta say something right now. oh yeah no no i appreciate it <laughs> say something right away i mean uh, if, if i'm dating someone that i'm like on cloud nine honestly but you, this is how i want to know but i and think I, that we always we have really different tastes in men though because i right, mean but i would say no to anyone you've ever picked so far right but <laughs> but that's important information but that's not so my place. but Mala- yeah but but for reasons here's where i want to know i don't care if you think they're hot or not no, you think not, no. Up, like oh no personality i'm talking about i would oh. have a hard veto on all <laughs> but again you like again, different things also, but also track record not great so you're not wrong, Corinne. And I'm not offended by that. Like, <laughs> Melissa had a long talk with me in the Mexican jungle about my choices. I think Melissa and I have, like, uh, there's, we have a lot of similar qualities in, like, our and I didn't aggressive have, nature. You do, and I, but I didn't have this twinge of, like, you're just jealous because I'm getting all this dick or whatever. Like, right. you know, the whole thing why you wouldn't say that in the beginning and wait for them to learn. I'd rather someone say it and not learn. Because let me tell you something. Learn, I, got, I don't got a lot of time left in this world. <laughs> <laughs> I got maybe a good 40 more years. The language really does change as a woman when you when you get past that <laughs> 2 9, you know? Just tell me if they're a loser because I can't see it right away. Okay, well cuz I I'm Please. also I mean, I'm not going to date this guy. I realize I'm a Debbie Downer and I'm really sensitive uh, uh to to it, not about it. I'm sensitive to it because you you know you've commented like, "Wow, you really are uh like you have a glass half full thoughts, but you never like bum other people out. And I was like, yeah, no, I keep that to myself. Right, right. Because so I really try to be careful about putting like the negativity to other people, even though yeah. in my head, I'm like, well, this is going to end terribly. Right, 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 right. Yeah, but I, I know your judgment a little bit better than most people. So like, I, I know your track record when you have a bad feeling about I something. I mean like, but I'm, but I'm, I'm exing people for crazy reasons. Like you're wearing a fashion scarf. Or riding a scooter. <laughs> Or both. <laughs> Run, bitch. That's also dangerous because if it's a little long, I could get caught in a tire. Oh, see, that's another way you could die on a scooter. There's an old Hollywood actress who was wearing a really, really long, <laughs> glamorous scarf and she was riding in a convertible and oh, it got no. caught in the tire <gasps> and no. she died. Oh. See, it's like the kind of... like, like That like, thing you could keep to yourself. Like, but to I me, mean, that's a cocktail anecdote. And then I was like, oh, I understand why some people might not be... See, I think it's... Might it's not be like, tale. I can't wait to get my dick inside <laughs> Her pussy must be a coffin. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really just rather I want an honesty policy from here on out. If if I mean, I'll, unless it makes the person uncom- my friend uncomfortable. But I asked Melissa this too. Please tell me if I'm dating a fucking wackadoo okay. because I am so sick of wasting my goddamn time, and I really do love love so much yeah and it's you're that, a fan of it mm-hmm. i'm i'm addicted to it and i chase the highest highs all the time that's why i'm trying to get into surfing so i can chase adrenaline and not men but it's still gonna happen um but yeah if i'm dating a loser just tell me or lose whatever you know what i mean like well well if there's any red flags you know i'll call i'm not gonna get offended <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna get paranoid every time you cough me. no I'm, i won't get offended <laughs> because i really i know that i don't have a good radar and I'm trying to develop it, but pfft, do you know, what, your girl's a little creaky. <laughs> how, like, have you? Has anyone given you tips on how to sharpen those tools? Yeah, the thing is, I gotta listen to the instincts when they come up and go. You know, if I have like, you know, if a guy you're seeing makes out with a f- famous comedian in front of you at a party, 
that's a red flag. But even there, I had a conversation with you about it, and then you still didn't and I do what I back. said. I, right, exactly. And but I thought I felt like so. At least you knew I was right, <laughs> and that's something. <laughs> Recognizing it, recognizing that someone is right and still doing it. Because okay, so the the um, that's at least something. The the uh, the other the other um dude like the forty eight year old dude from a while back that I was dating uh it. Which is confusing Sometimes because you got to run into the flames because everyone I date is that age. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's like my sweet spot. But he, like, yeah, exactly. Like, I knew that that was not good, and people tell me it was not good. And I was like, oh yeah, no, no, I know that. I'm just doing that right. because this is what I want to do right now. Yeah, and that's fine. You want to play on the playground? I wasn't marry him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, play on the playground with all the the used condoms hanging around. Yeah, abs and a great dick. And and you should you and a car deprive yourself of that? No, I don't think so. I think it's a great quality to a person yeah. for sexual ventures. Yeah. Um. So you know, uh, I just I'm um uh uh yeah. Just tell me if I'm dating them. Hmm. Yeah, because I'm trying to sharpen my tools too. But for some things, like I feel like, uh, because I was trying to think of ways that the podcast has helped not harmed me, and I what I was it's given me a lot of. Uh, exposure to trauma uh what it looks like in other people yeah. and how to handle it and so then going out into the world as one of the few people who did not uh, experience childhood trauma it number one gives me the heads up that pretty much anyone i come across is going to have had it so i just have to be ready for it and like how to ha- like how to handle it better um and how it can surface in a quality like yeah. my anxiety is a result of that right you know so i think those th- those things are helpful and also like how to not look on it you know upon it as a as a weakness or and how deeply it does affect many people into their yeah. adult lives because people with the traumatic thing probably already look at it as a weakness and it's just it's not it's, it's right genius. i mean it's not like i'm telling people it is but it's just you know sometimes how many t- times can you hear a story about being fat and getting pushed into a pool <laughs> when you're eight you know I don't know. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, well, I, the one thing I wanted to talk about this because it gave me made a list. Uh, just exciting or it, news that something that made me happy on the internet uh, a couple weeks ago was after we did the Art Kelly. You know, for two weeks in a row, row we talked about the Art Kelly documentary and i tweeted some stuff about it i tweeted uh photos of some of the women um who are still under the the reign of r kelly i guess we'll call it and uh asriel clary's dad actually tweeted back at me thanking like us for talking about it and getting the message out there uh which was i mean i didn't wow. and, I, and i didn't at him or like i guess he's following different hashtags like the mute heart r kelly hashtag he must be following yeah um and i just thought it was and he doesn't have a lot of followers himself and i and i just was like it was really sweet that he had the time you know he's has way more on his plate than almost anyone i i know and to take yeah. the time and and respond and i'm sure he appreciates yeah. the shift that is finally happening yeah that needed to happen so long ago uh, towards r kelly yeah and yeah he's just he's just so appreciative and you know he's still actively on the case trying to get his daughter home yeah. and so anything like if you think you're like you know one person with only has a hundred followers like people really do appreciate it and you never know who's gonna see it you know yeah just because you have a hundred followers doesn't mean that you, one person isn't gonna you know serendipitously walk by Azrael clary one time and like yeah. be the person who has the courage to be like hey girl or you know you never know like what moment someone's gonna be at in their life because you can hear the same thing you can hear the same thing 99 times, but yeah. sometimes when you hear it the hundredth time, it breaks through. Oh, I just redid the Lady Gaga statement. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's what she said about. Well, no, she's no, she. Uh, well, she's was, like, ah, whoops. It was an inside joke because, you know, she's doing all the press for whatever the, uh, the star is born. Yeah. And in almost every press conference, that's she's talking okay. about what's his name. 
R. Kelly? Bra- no, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. As he's, yeah. And she keeps saying, you know, there can be 100 people in a room and 99 don't believe in you, but all it takes is that one who does. She said that so many times that people made montages of her saying it. Oh, that's funny. So anytime someone tells me something serious now, I take a pause and I go, well, you know. <laughs> And it takes them a while to figure out what I'm saying. I, I, I did a really good one on Rose, but I was really proud of myself. Because you think something amazing is going to come out of my mouth and it's, it's not. just yeah. garbage. Yeah. It's real trash. It's just a regurgitated quote. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> it's fun. But yeah, that's it. Good. Buy our, buy our book in paperback. Oh, yeah. We really should have been saying stuff about that. Yeah. Whoops. Fucked. Being sexually explored and self-confident <laughs> in a world that's screwed is now available in paperback form. Go on Amazon. Anywhere books are sold. Just buy it if you want to. It's great. It's got a new cover. And we wrote new pages about our breakups. And yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to make too big of a deal about it because I'm hoping no one notices. But, you know, people are obviously <laughs> going to read it. So you'll you're, figure it out. You're hoping no one well, notices the pages you wrote? Yeah. But even though it's just, you know, you, you let out some information that you don't talk about or you don't tell the other person about and not out of malice, but I don't know. It's a weird career we have. Well, and, yeah, and you know, guy, <laughs> books, man, life. they're weird. I know why people transitioned to online articles that are factually <laughs> inaccurate, because let me tell you, when you write something in a book and then you want to retract some things that you, you said, can. you can't. I mean, what am well, I supposed I, to do? I, I retracted uh, some. Well, I took. Yeah, I retracted something from the dedication, but that was it. Well, yeah. But the thing is, like, when once it goes to press like this, because even my my things that I wrote about James, like. Yeah, the, it, the, my feelings, uh, you know, had changed, and there was yeah. a part when I was like, "Okay, freedom," and then there was a part where I'm like, "Oh no, I'll never love again." And then, like a couple weeks ago, I was like, "I'll never love again," and now maybe I'm like, "Oh no, you like people can be nice to you." And not that he was not nice to me, but like I think there's uh, it can go well and smoothly. And I can accept way. more love. Yeah, you know? accept maybe. more love, Corinne. I don't know. We're working on it. Anyway, uh, this week's guest, she's a longtime uh, friend of ours, a comedian that we've known for for many years. So talented, one of my favorites to watch. Uh, her debut album, Undefeated, comes out March eighth, and it's available for pre order. Now we'll put the link in the description. Please welcome to the show, Kara Clank. Welcome in on to the new age. Thought I'd be signing you now. Wandering off to the new day. Thought I'd be signing you all. Killing them every way possible. You got the obstacles you can't control. Feeling about every way possible. Making your name known and now you gon' blow. Bought up on the end and now we done made it. Become what they want to see what they gon' hate. Finding your way. Climbing the safe. Now iceberg we slip. Remind me again. Okay, we are here with Kara Clank. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I love that unison. Of course. Greetings. We were just Welcome. talking about how sexy the winter is. Yeah. <laughs> Dry mouth so from sexual. the heat that you can't control. Your nose is chopped. Yeah. She's like, you actually up. have a great, a really good sexy voice. You do. <laughs> you never well, hear it until you like, cl- you like close your eyes and then hear someone <laughs> in the headphones and you're like, oh, that's good. Yeah, I have like a deep voice, but I also am just like, I had a cold a few days ago that I'm totally over now, but I'm having residual. Like, yeah. Uh, residual Rachel Ray, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> a lot I love- of guys I know are are very sexually attracted to Rachel Ray. Really? My brother. It's her voice. My brother's in love know. and she cooks a lot. That's true. I've, my brother's in love with Rachel Ray. He my loves, first boyfriend was, yeah. Wow. Like good food, hearty food. I feel like she's like the queen of that. Yeah, uh, she probably gives a lot of Midwestern guys a big boner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
They're like, she'd make me chili before the game and then like give me an HJ, like, you know. Right? Yeah, because she seems like she would, she would call it an HJ. Yeah. Too. yeah. And she she'd also. Like, I don't want to be crass. Yeah, like she comes <laughs> off as like a little bit sweet, but then you think, I think she's like, has like a little bit of a bitchy side that comes out sometimes. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That like would be it. awesome. I also like that garbage bowl that she marketed because it's literally just a bowl, but then she called it a garbage bowl. Like you have it on when you're cooking to put like scraps in of like, you know, oh. rinds or skin. So it's just like your garbage can. It's literally just a bowl. <laughs> But it seems special And so she marketed that And makes money off of it And I was like That's wow. the bitch I need to be around Shit mm-hmm. she, marketed your business. she marketed a bowl <laughs> Yeah But it's a garbage bowl For garbage you And you could have just but, put, Moved your garbage can yeah, Over your Or you could have taken, taken a bowl Out of your cabinet bowl. And thrown garbage in it Wow <laughs> Any other bowl that you have Because I do that Like I make those um, I make those like Hello Fresh meals and stuff mm-hmm. Oh like, yeah, yeah And like I use the bag As like my garbage bag And yep. then like Everything that I don't use And then I you know, exactly. stick it all in the garbage. So Shit. that would happen to Rachel bag. Ray's kitchen. Yeah, maybe I'm gonna fucking come out with a competing product. Rachel Ray's like, I bag. bet I can get these bitches <laughs> to pay for a bowl and convince them that it's for garbage. See, the mind is a crazy thing. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. just, um, I'm, I was on a show last night where Mateo Lane was doing a bet about how Rachel Ray will never go away because she's one of Oprah's horcruxes, which oh, I thought was yeah, really funny. Oh yeah, Dr. Oz too. Yeah, yeah. Like, like and Gail, Dr. Dr. Oz, Dr. Phil. Like, there's all these they people she nowhere. created and they're never going away. Yeah, uh, and then people were like, I. I thought she was canceled after she killed all those dogs with her dog food and i was what? like she did oh yeah. my god like she had like a bad dog food but i think ellen degeneres had a bad dog food too ellen so. degeneres had a dog food yeah ellen degeneres god, I also has a line yeah. of a long time of bags ago, years that ago. aren't great and they say like smile and joy what? what kind of bag like tote bags uh hopefully like a step up from tote bags but not nice enough to be like your your all-the-time purse hmm wow and it's like just dance it off like that kind of like <laughs> Yeah, that kind of vibe, and I I did not like it. Yeah, no, I don't. People are so people are so mesmerized by celebrities, myself included. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm, Have you ever been around a celebrity and you're like, I, I'm kissing your ass, and I don't want to be, but I am. Yeah, it's 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 weird. It's this weird power. (laughs) Have you have has that ever happened? Well, I yeah, I mean, I've been around a lot of celebrities before and i try to like play it cool and then sometimes you know you feel like you're playing it too cool or you're like you're kind of being glenn close yeah um, while you're yeah. being rude <laughs> yeah i've been rude and my husband has a whole story about how he was really rude to ben stiller once because he was trying to be so cool that he actually ended up being a real dick to him um and he regrets it so just be cool it's a celebs guys uh, it's hard because you want to like, you're trying so hard to be normal that you're acting like an alien yeah yeah. Oh well. I was. We were talking about this earlier, where we were recording an intro for for one of the episodes about sex ed and how a lot of um, the TV show or public, the concept, the concept like <laughs> sex sex ed in public schools, uh, and how a lot of them don't teach about female orgasm. Most of them don't even mention that females can have an orgasm. Oh yeah. No. A lot of them are absence only, and a lot of them are not legally obligated to present factual information. Did you? What was your sex ed? I honestly. Like don't remember I, I, This is funny Because I was just watching That show Sexual Sex Education Yeah That's on Netflix it at me. And, and I was like And they were in a sex ed class And they're doing that Classic scene of like Putting the condom on the banana mm-hmm. And I was like Telling my husband I was like I never did this Yeah like, neither I never touched a condom Like until mm-hmm. You know I, I had you to put use it on a one yeah. yeah And then Like I remember 
when I was growing up, like I'm mean, I think I'm a few years older than you guys, but like AIDS was like the hugest thing in our sex education. It was oh. just like AIDS, like don't touch anyone or you're gonna get AIDS. Oh, like God. so that was like a huge thing in my young like sex ed. I remember like a lot of stuff about AIDS. Like we never learned anything about like pregnancy. Like oh my god, I just didn't learn a lot about that. And I went to like good public schools in Connecticut, but wow. I mean I think that's why because they're like we don't talk about that in Connecticut. <laughs> you know, like we just like didn't get that shit. Yeah. Mumsy will talk to you yeah. about it at home, and then You'll Mumsy never it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shit. Did they preach abstinence or push it at all? Or mention I mean, my it? mother <laughs> preached abstinence. Um, really? Mm. My mom was like, "Don't have sex till you get married," and I was like, "Did you do Aww. that?" And she was like, "Let's change the subject." <laughs> like, she definitely had sex before she was married, but Def pushed us to do that. But yeah, in school. I'm like trying to remember we had like life skills right so like there would be all kinds of different things in life skills but sex education was like really backseat oh like wait, I don't remember things- seeing maybe I remember seeing a couple of biological photos of like the inside the you know like you know when they like slice the body in half mm-hmm. and they're like here's the ovaries and like here's the, 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 the yeah like the scrotum and the dick and everything and, and like, like that part you kind of don't even need to know at all yeah unfortunately yeah I'm like I don't need to know like what comes out of what it's hole to get really. heads up on the balls the fact that they're that they're there well i also had little brothers so i knew about the male anatomy a lot oh from giving them <laughs> baths oh <laughs> when you That'll said do from it. giving them and i was like where is this <laughs> yeah. oh, no. gonna end I'm like, up. you know because like i'm set i'm seven and nine years older than my brother so i would like you know oh. they were like little nuggets and i would just oh. like and then i'm like i have cousins that are british and were uncircumcised and i was like mom what is wrong with their dicks? <laughs> like, because they look different than my brothers who are right. circumcised. That's I was like, so funny. what is going on? So that's how I learned about that. It's so weird. I have a nephew <laughs> and uh, he's three and I would have to like take him to the bathroom a couple times. You know, I don't see him as often as I would like to. I've never given him a bath, but you know, he can't wipe himself. Mm-hmm. And I just, I always feel just uncomfortable. Oh, I don't, yeah. I, cause I don't want, I, I act as if, I f- and I feel bad because I feel like I'm making him feel bad that I'm acting weird because he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. And I'm like, sorry, if you just want to, I mean, ugh, uh, you do it. Do you want to like add shame I, to like the whole area? Yeah. And I just don't, I don't know. It, it makes me uncomfortable and I can't. I, I was just why. telling someone a story about how I used to babysit for this kid and his mom was like, he was like five and his mom was like, he wets the bed, but he won't put a diaper on before bed. He's like embarrassed. So could you wait till he falls asleep and then put a diaper on him? Whoa. And I was like, okay. So I would do that. This happened. This was like every time I babysat well, How old him. is this kid? How five. Is, like five. He's got a lot of pride for a five-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. So he won't put the diaper on. So I would have to go and like sleep it, slip into his room. I mean, on a nest cam, this would look very creepy. <laughs> and like, I would just like slip the diaper under, but then a lot of times he would have a little boner and then but i would then have that, to like that's i would common. have to take the diaper i didn't want to touch the boner so like with my oh hand my so i would like have the diaper and i'd be trying to take the top oh. part of the diaper and like smush it down so that his little boner wasn't like yeah. facing up at his own eyes or whatever oh yeah because you can break so, that penis yeah didn't want to break his dick so, wow yeah. yeah it was a pretty fun experience for five dollars an hour you know five dollars <laughs> probably probably seven i don't know i was really young this was like when i was 12 oh god it got it yeah got it. it's yeah. that one of those we'll give you because like i know this kid now and he's like yeah he's hot he's yeah. hot is he's he like, a babe he like lives in the city do you guys like need a, a lawyer <laughs> honestly i'm we open heard to about your baby boner <laughs> we heard about Girl, your you pride and your baby baby boner and we are interested you've been getting hearts since 1989 i'm interested oh my gosh yeah so you're you're pregnant now yes i want to tell everyone i think that's I, i'm fascinated by this how do you feel what's I going feel on really inside good. i'm seven months seven months and one week pregnant 
and um, I don't like to do the weeks. I feel like it makes people do unnecessary math. <laughs> um, and I feel great. I really feel like I'm, I feel lucky like I'm having a very pretty easy pregnancy. Uh-huh. I mean, I hear horror stories from friends that are like, I threw up the whole time. I felt terrible. Yeah. You know, Amy Schumer, I, I was, follow. I was just going to say, like, Amy I've, and I, I think are like on the same pretty much trajectory. Like we, our due dates must be very close. She's not having the best time. having a terrible time. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I like when I see stuff like that, I like um, feel like I'm hashtag blessed. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, it's been going pretty well for me, which people say is a sign of a boy. And I'm like, I hate that. Really? I'm like, well, yeah, because it's like hard to have a girl. Girls like take your beauty. There's like all this oh, bullshit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. all these like bullshit old wives tales that like if you look like shit and you feel like shit, you're having a girl. But See, this is why women don't support other women. Yeah. It's like, it's we're, like we're, anti feminist out of the yeah. out of the gate. Yeah. That bitch in your like belly it. is going to fuck you up yeah. your face. And then you're going to have a competitive relationship with your daughter forever. <laughs> Who's like, going to be hotter? Yeah. We're not finding out the sex. So uh-huh. I don't know what I'm having. My brother did that. I yeah. think that's a nice little surprise. It is. There's like no surprises. Now, life. were you both on board for that? Because my brother and his uh, the, his partner at the time, she was like, but I want to know. And he was like, but I don't. You were both, you don't want to know. Yeah, we were both like, that'll That's be easy. fun. Let's just do that. And now now that it's getting closer, I'm like, God, I kind of just want to fucking know. But he's like, nope, we agreed. And I'm like, yeah, of course. I'm because not going to find you, out. Because yeah. I would imagine you make all these preconceived notions about who the kid's going to be, right? I think. Yeah, I mean, I just really feel like, does it matter? Is it really going to change your life that much if you find out it's a boy or it's a girl? Like, we're not decorating a nursery blue or pink or anything like that anyway. So, yeah. I know. So I was thinking about that the other day because some people are so... And a lot of times you will have uh, moms... And I hear more often than not, like, oh, I hope my first kid is a boy because people have this, like, sh- family structure that they want where, like, the boy's yeah. going to be older and, like, then they're going to have a girl and they're gonna that's going to protect the girl or something. It's very strange. Huh. That's really interesting because I'm the <laughs> oldest of six kids so I've mm-hmm. always thought I wanted to have a girl first I'm the older one too yeah, yeah I did so much for my mom that I was like oh the older girls like help you and like oh uh, you know yes. like if you're smart, shit in your house you actually you just yeah. want all girls yeah exactly get a little helpful. army of helpful women <laughs> that's what I'm aiming so for so many but I, yeah them. but obviously I'm fine with whatever I just um yeah we're both kind of like let's see what happens cool we'll know in two months <laughs> that's exciting yeah how long have you been married <clears throat> we have been married for three and a half years okay cool so you yeah. have that's a, I feel like and yeah. how long have you been together total okay so we got together in 2010 so we've been together for oh, eight man. years but okay. we broke up for six months oh, after okay. a year but we don't really count oh, that anymore year. okay yes because yeah. we're like we used As to be best. like we're together like two years but for six months we were broken up but now it's like so long yeah. that like who cares but um yeah I like that we were we got married at five years we were married for like three before we got pregnant and yeah, I think it'll to, be nice that we had like some married time before it's time to yourself yeah we had a nice three years of like not having a kid yeah mm-hmm. and was so, it was it completely planned or was it like very planned okay yeah because I'm always interested in that and like so what is the planning process for deciding like you want to have a kid go oh my god like, or what does like, it look like for you it's like <laughs> so I mean everybody says this and but like I was like, we're going to start trying and then we'll just be pregnant immediately. And like, yeah. we, I actually did get pregnant pretty quickly. I had a miscarriage and then I got pregnant again pretty quickly, had another one. Oh, wow. And then I got pregnant immediately after that and had the, and I had this one. So like, oh, I'm really open about that because I feel like everyone should be more open about miscarriages. Such a They're common yeah. thing. So common. How did it's it make like, you feel though? Well, the first one was literally, sorry, <clears throat> I just don't want to have like gross <laughs> phlegm voice. Um, 
the first one I was like a week pregnant so it was like I had two days where I thought I was pregnant and then like you basically just get like a heavy period and it's like oh it's really not, okay and yeah, that's how you know it's not viable yeah the second one was farther along so I did have to get like a procedure oh. which was a pain I mean not like traumatic for me but traumatic for some like I don't judge if it's traumatic for people yeah um just like the procedure to, to was annoying the, the products of conception right. like you basically just have to remove it and is it a is it a fetus but that got kicked well, out it can be but in my case it was a really it was a thing where i had everything in my body was like you're pregnant there was like a sack there was like oh. uterine lining was like thickened everything but there was nothing there oh. so it was oh, like interesting. i call it a ghost baby but it wasn't some people think that that's insensitive <laughs> but okay, it's, your ghost it's baby. my fucking ghost baby yeah, so. you call your ghost yeah. baby whatever the fuck you want to yeah, call it so like basically you can get these procedures where they're basically like you can get the procedure or you can just let your body do it naturally but if your body does it naturally you like don't know how long it's gonna last it could hit at any time and do it naturally is like getting like that just, sack out of you it would just lining. you would start bleeding basically okay. oh okay yeah and so like but do i want to bleed for four weeks not knowing when like yeah fe- like you know like so i was just like i'll do the procedure get everything set and then honestly i was i got pregnant like a month later wow. with the one i'm have now that is very far along and i think it's gonna work out so <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so but like the whole process of like trying is like i think a lot of people are really funny where they're like oh we're just like we pulled the goalie and we're just gonna like see what happens and i'm like <laughs> you can literally only get pregnant for like 36 hours out of the month i was like, gonna say it's maybe if you're like 20 yeah you're like super fertile and your your window is like five days but like when you're in your 30s it's a lot shorter so uh. like I, you, I was using an app for a little while and the app I realized like doesn't it's not accurate and if it's off by a day you're off you know so mm. I actually just started like peeing on the ovulation sticks and I think those are the best way and I like tell oh. all my friends that are trying like in earnest I'm like you got to pee on those sticks during your window and like and when you get that smiley face it's oh, go time pff, it just winks yeah. at you or it's like a picture uh, yeah. of a dick it's like Get on it, yeah girl. and then you like basically tell your part you're like I just would tell my husband like okay we have to have sex right now and he'd be like I don't really like work like that and I'm like I don't Put your balls on, in my mouth. let's go <laughs> like yeah so interesting you gotta like romance your partner a little bit yeah sometimes women as a woman i forget like oh i gotta do some work i gotta right. i gotta turn i gotta exactly. arouse you i gotta tease you he's like i'm not just like here for your amusement <laughs> he gets real sensitive i feel like when trying to conceive is the one time where the woman tradition in a straight relationship anyway traditionally acts more like the man in- yeah because like i'm taking i'm the one keeping track of the stuff he's not like tracking it you right. know like yeah so yeah so like it was uh very it was planned but you don't but like you can't account for these other things that come up so i i mean i guess i would tell people like i don't know like kind of decide when you're gonna try and like actually try rather than like the whole we'll see what happens because then i've had some friends that are like well we did the we'll see what happens for like two years and nothing happened and i'm like Uh. well that's because like it's really more scientific like you really have to like nail down those 36, 36 hour hours. windows Fuck. yeah because i think especially like uh, you know a lot of people are now having kids in their 30s when mm-hmm. uh, you know a couple decades ago it was people in their 20s yeah so i think that's why because i just don't remember like certainly like when i was growing up or when my mom had my brother or any of my mom's friends i don't remember it being like so tough and if it is tough it was more of like a story right whereas nowadays like everyone's like Sorry, I just wanna, that was falling <laughs> trying so trying for like a long time right uh to have to have kids because like i I wouldn't even like I didn't even know an ovulation stick was a thing obviously I know about the tracker um, 
But was this stuff that you just knew or when you started to talk about having a baby, like you got books, you went online? Because I feel like I'm 33 years old and I don't know jack shit. (laughs) Well, I had heard about like, I knew about the tracker, but I I did look a couple of things up online and um, like it's just stuff about like, it's better for like the woman to be on the bottom. Like I just told a friend that the other day who's trying and I was like, it's better for you to do missionary on the bottom because I mean, just it's physics, you know, like don't make the sperm work for it. Like don't make them climb Mount Everest. Like, so it's just, there's like a couple things I looked up online and then I was just using the app because yeah, somebody told me about an app and I, oh my God, you guys, these apps are like so sad. Some of them like they have, they have community forums and those are the, oh, what do they talk about? They talk, they're like sad women with no friends and they're like, I just walked in on my husband cheating on me. Oh my God. And that's where they share that? Yeah. And I'm like, don't you have any, like, or they'll be like, this is my wedding dress. Just wanted to share it with. 2,000 strangers on an ovulation app? Like, why is that who's seeing your wedding dress? The internet's making us so much more lonely. I know, I know. And like, it would be like, people i mean sometimes we're like people sharing like you know their Helpful. their their pregnancy tests like they're like we've been trying for two years and here's our positive result and like that's very cute and like that's i guess whatever on the app, yeah they're trying to yeah tell I the guess, people but if like, i was having a hard time i'd be like i'm so happy for you bitch yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so like it was it, oh god the app was harrowing i never went to the community tab after the first time but um <laughs> i that but then a friend told me a friend was like well are you using the sticks and i was like oh what like and then i started using those because and that's why like i try to tell people about them you can get really cheap ones and you can get like more expensive electronic ones like with the smiley face and like depends on how what your budget is but but they but they do the same thing yeah they, they basically do the hormone. same thing and they like tell you like you have this hormone this day and like this is what wow. you one's more instagram friendly yeah, the yeah. smiley face is obviously like cuter. You don't want to let your friends on your pores. You have to get the electric. Yeah, one. get the electronic. But they are like expensive. Like, how much well, are they? It's like forty dollars probably for like um the thing, and then it has ten tests in it. Ten tests. So, and how often yeah. we, mm. would you do this kind of around just when the you time think when you think you're ovulating? Like okay. those like three like the few days before. So like don't do it every day of the month. Like yeah. you're not obviously lating obviously. And then if it's a smiley face, that's go time. Yeah. Exactly. Fuck. That's pants down. What time. was um, <laughs> what was the situation where Jerry was the <laughs> farthest away from being aroused when it was go time on a stick for you? Um, th- there there was just a time where he was just like, I just can't do it like this. Like I can't just like have you read this little smiley face and like tell me that I have to go right now. And I was like, okay. like I think I was stressing him out because yeah. I was like, come on, let's go. Like like come oh, on. Oh yeah yeah you yeah. Know? Like and, and so. Just that Were you like saving up sexes though Because you're like Oh we're gonna have to have sex At certain times this month So And he loves to I mean he loves to have sex Like we were definitely doing it Around ovulation time (laughs) Multiple times But sometimes I would be like I I would be like I'd really like to do it twice today And he'd be like I mean okay Let's see what happens (laughs) Like You know So like I was maybe pushing him a little bit, but and you know what? I get results. Yeah, yeah you I did. I figured it out. Oh God! How old are you currently? How old am I? I'm seventy. No, I am. You thir- look great. <laughs> I'm thirty-eight. The reason I ask that is my nephew's mom is in her uh, mid to late thirties, and uh, the doctors said that she and she was like, "What the fuck?" They labeled her pregnancy a geriatric. Oh yeah, a geriatric pregnancy. pregnancy. Yeah, and I'm like. That language should be changed. I have changed, a ma- I advanced feel. maternal age. I'm of advanced. Ma- I'm, I am of advanced maternal age, and I am having a geriatric pregnancy. Mm-hmm. As now, well, my next one. And, then, and so the doctors use those words. I mean, 
Yeah, it doesn't really change anything about like your. Uh, there's a few more tests that they'll run for yeah. like genetic abnormalities and stuff like that. But it really, I have not felt any differently than I think like a 25 year old feels. And did you have any response to that word? Because I remember when uh, Alana had told me about it, I'm like, what the? F-? I got pissed for her. I don't know why. I think but it's I'm like, 35 and above. Yeah, it is because yeah. Christine Meehan's was too. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, do you have any feelings towards it being labeled? Oh, give I a think shit? it's like so stupid, but yeah. it didn't like. Like the you first like time I heard it was obviously way before I was pregnant. I was like, I can't believe they call it that. Yeah. And then I was like, now I just think it's funny. Yeah, I mean it's like ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, geri- geriatric like truly makes it sound like I'm ninety. Yeah, and like there's Queen like Elizabeth. Janet is Jackson is like had a baby when she was fifty. Like oh, wow. everyone's yeah. fine. Like so cool. Well, yeah, because I think there's. I mean, they're, they're not like trying to make you feel older. They're just just talking about like in the lifespan of someone who is of childbearing right. age, you are at the older end. But I mean, I think also sometimes we forget like in our feminine lifestyles like science is science and like until it improves like if you want to have a baby you got to make moves by like 40 yeah you really do yeah yeah exactly and janet jackson i mean like when you have she probably money, had like exactly mm-hmm. like who knows if that was even like that might have been like a super in vitro situation yeah, she's, like blowing it out with one of those like computer keyboard cleaners yeah. like it's very <laughs> there's a there's something going on up there it's yeah iced. <laughs> like, yeah like my mom <clears throat> started having us when she was 33 which was pretty old for that time yeah. and she had six kids yeah so oh like my she gosh. had my brother twin brothers when she, when she was 40 so i feel like genetically i always thought i can wait a little bit like yeah. i knew i could wait a little um and you know i have friends that had their first babies before their first year wedding anniversary you know like they yeah, like sure. got on it immediately that wasn't like what we wanted to do yeah and i think i'll be i'm gonna have more than one probably and i think i'll be fine i also feel <laughs> like I, I cannot believe the difference between myself, my self-esteem and how much I know and how much calmer I am as a person between even 28 and 30 now. Yeah. I can't imagine. Like, I would be so put together. I've always said to myself I wanted to have kids by like 35, 36 because mm-hmm. like, I would be such a calmer person. I wouldn't be yeah, worried about everything. And Totally. I feel like you would crave a, something more in your marriage, your life, your yeah I think I don't know Well, my husband like talks all the time about his mom and like how he was raised and I'm like Jared can you keep in mind that your mom had you when she was 22 yeah so like imagine if you were our age right now and you had a 16 year old like that's like what it would be like you know we're still like party and we're still fun you know like she had to like give up a lot and it's just like I but I agree like not that she did a bad job at all she did a wonderful job but like I just think having kids later i tell everyone to do everything later i'm like don't get married till you're 30 yeah don't have kids till yeah you're we later. Did too. Like, we're like yeah getting married i in tell 20s, everyone to wait if you want to marry that person so bad wait my brother just got married at 27 a couple years ago and i was like oh so you're like baby's getting married <laughs> yeah. like, it's crazy how quick and it's like changed. 100 years ago 27 you would just be a grandparent or something <laughs> yeah. you know yeah, like, you'd be on your the last leg yeah, yeah you're, you're like dead. thinking about retirement martha like <laughs> It's really crazy. But yeah, I tell everyone like wait on all that shit. Like you're right. Like you're just so much more chilled out. You know who you are. You know the things you want. Like did you always know you wanted to get married and have kids or I always knew I wanted to have kids. I never really cared about getting married. Interesting. I told my husband I was like I was like 
he was like, well, so what's our plan? He was very always interested in a timeline. Mm-hmm. Like, when would I propose to you? And when would we get married? And when would we have? And I was like, look, I don't really care if we get married. I was like, I'm down to do the Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell thing. If you yeah. want, I just do want to have kids. And he was like, well, I think if we have kids, we should get married. And I was like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's so if it's like, important to you. Yeah. And I had mind. our wedding was a blast and I love being married. And like, that's fine. I, but if it hadn't happened for me and I just had him like a partner, I'd be I would be fine. Mm-hmm. Like the actual white wedding and all that shit was never yeah. like in my mind. Because it's just if it's. It, it, it's interesting because I feel like there are so few uh, female comedians with like traditional lifestyles. And sometimes I, yes. it's like, it's like, it's like, I never even wanted it. But then like, it does make me sad because I'm like, why do we have to live such a fucked up lifestyle? Why can't we do anything normal? Because being a comedian <laughs> is so abnormal to begin with. You I know. know. Even having a baby, I was <clears> like, <throat> who are my role models for this? Right. Like Ali Wong. Ali Wong. Everyone's like, oh, you could do the Ali Wong thing. I go, do you get that she's already done she, it? Yeah, Ali Wong's done it twice. <laughs> I'm not going to get a Netflix. And she did it well. <laughs> like, Let's Ali Wong killed it. Yeah. I'm not going to be you like, hey, do, do you guys need more pregnant specials? Wait, what if you did a special while you were in labor? Oh, damn, girl. <sighs> Just saying. Fuck, I need a new manager. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like, so I was like thinking about that. And I was, and I actually had a friend who's another female comedian and she was just like, fuck it. I mean, like, we don't have role models for so many things. Just like, do what you want to do. Right. Away, baby. You know, like that was when I was thinking about getting pregnant. I was like, but like, I still want some more things to happen in my career. And I, what if it like, I don't want, I mean, honestly, I haven't told, I haven't announced on social media that I'm pregnant. I just tell people face to face. I talk about it on stage. That's cool. But I'm not being super public about it. Cause like, I don't want people to put me in this box of like she's pregnant and not work and like not available because yeah. like I'm a veil smart <laughs> very like, smart I want to work I want to do stuff I want to get writing jobs and performing stuff and like I just don't want because pe- I do think people kind of do that sometimes they're like oh well she had her kids and she kind of went whereas like a, never with a male comedian they're not mm-hmm. like oh Tom Segura oh, has a couple kids the now next night. Yeah, yeah Tom Segura has kids now oh, he's yes. not performing Seth like, Herzog was like my twins were just born but he's having his birthday oh, party oh he had a birthday party the day <laughs> oh, after yeah. we're like where's your wife he, she's like oh, in, the in the hospital, hospital. <laughs> With the twins. That's amazing. With the twins. I know. I just emailed him about his twins. His birthday party I went to the, right was one of the things I, w- I went to right before I moved to LA. And uh, I saw so many famous people. And I was like, what? I was it this past year? No, it was in 2016, I think. Oh, okay. I feel like I and, went to that year. Because, um, yeah, I moved like the very beginning of January. So I think it was 2016. Yeah, of 2016. And I was like, I've lived in New York for 11 years and I never saw famous people really. And like he's they got like out with Seth Donald Herzog. Glover's at this party, Bill Murray. Like, what? It was so really? weird. God. Yeah, he did it joint with Brooke Van Poplin and it was at Go- it was at Sid's Gold. Yeah, he always And it was it like there. karaoke with like a live piano Shit. player. It was great. I sang a song. It was so fun. Oh my gosh. You do have the energy of, I don't want to say a regular person, but <laughs> of a non-pregnant person because even when you walked in, a lot of times and, I, and like, I mean, I would fully expect to feel that way. Like people walk in real slow sweating a lot going on yeah i am very hot full energy (laughs) more energized than i am i actually really weirdly feel very energetic during this pregnancy and i don't know what the i don't know why you're having a good old time yeah i don't know why and i'm not gonna say like i love being pregnant i'm just one of those girls i love being pregnant i love everything about it i just feel so connected to my body i don't i feel great I just don't, awesome. I mean, I don't love how my boobs are enormous and have like veins in them now. And like right. my abdomen is separating, but like, <laughs> oh boy. I'm sure I'm like Uh-oh. not going to love my vagina after this the whole thing goes down. But like <laughs> the way I feel right now during my second and third trimester, I felt very good. So I'm just like, you, do you know, think you're going to hate your, one. Va- do you think you're going to hate your vagina? Afterwards? I don't know. 
Yeah. Who's to say? I thought whenever I think about having kids, I and this is why I don't. I've, I always thought I was gonna, but I don't know. But uh, I, think I read about, something that the vag rejuvenation is so painful. I've read that it's ooh. more painful than childbirth. Wait, what is the rejuvenation? You know, like what like the, ho- the Real stitch. Housewives do and stuff. I think it's like it's like a facelift for your. It pussy. might be like laser. Yeah. But, but oh. like I read somewhere in a book that this woman did it and was like it was more painful than when I gave birth to my kids. Oh my so God. I'm like, do you just keep it? It's a very well, sensitive they, area. Yeah. 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 Wow. I'm also fascinated by um, the way the public men and women treat pregnant women. Uh, I watched a while ago The Business of Being Born. And Is just, that the Ricky Lake? Yeah. Okay. And just everybody telling, like, just judging women and assuming they don't know what they're doing. Not Obviously not everybody. But um, I saw this video on Instagram the other day. Kelly Rowland posted it. It was uh, a dancer doing a choreographed dance, like a hip-hop dance to one of her songs. And this woman was pregnant. And she was, like, all over the place. And I've yeah. seen pregnant women, uh, like, bodybuilders. where they're like, running marathons like, and doing yeah. CrossFit and shit. And they're, shit. like, eight months pregnant. And you you barely see a bump. Yeah. And it's, but it's still healthy um so i'm curious if you felt or have gotten directly anybody putting anything on you of like like uh well, you should do this or well my like sometimes my husband honestly is a little bit like let me lift that and i'm like i can lift stuff i'm not like lifting you know heavy machinery but like i don't like being babied like at all so that's a little bit Tough. Did the doctor tell you don't lift? The no, I mean the doc. Yeah, the doctor like he came to the doctor with me because he wanted to ask her questions, and he like wasn't believing the things I was telling him. Oh, <laughs> so I was like, oh, this feels good. This feels doesn't feel like you're undermining me at all. <laughs> um, but he like came with me to like because he's very nervous about. I just recently started having an occasional glass of wine, which yeah. everybody has told me is fine. Yeah, he yep. came to the doctor to like get confirmation from the doctor about that because that makes him extremely nervous in fact i don't do it in front of him now like now i have to do it away from him he's very he has he has anxieties and like if it's gonna make him feel better i just won't and honestly i'm having maybe a glass of wine a week yeah so it's like and i'm uh, half the time i give up halfway through because it gives me heartburn so it's like it's not i'm not partying you know right and um and then with the lifting of weights and stuff because we're moving in a couple of weeks we're moving places in LA and I'm going to be like you know packing us up and stuff and he was like how heavy can she weigh, like lift and I just am like I know my body like I know what I can do like I'm not going to you know do anything that's wrong and that's just like his anxiety and we're working through that I, I wouldn't say I, I mean most of the time when like my mom's friends and older women are like giving me advice and annoying women like just coming up to me and being like don't get induced and when they're born you got to leave them on you got to leave the vacuum on so that they get used to loud noises like, people just like Whoa. throw advice at you all the time and you're just like what worked for you might i have not so many me. friends that have kids like i'll get advice from people that i like trust and know i met you five minutes ago i don't need your advice <laughs> yeah and there's you know? like there's like just aisles of books exactly about like, it and the internet experts. i mean yeah. the internet can be overwhelming because like when i was <clears> so when i was in my first trimester i actually felt pretty sick um i never threw up but i just didn't you have like you feel hungover for like six weeks and it sucks like and i was like scouring the internet for any article that would tell me it was okay to smoke a little bit of weed i was just like (laughs) i just want an article from one reputable source that's like actually studies have found yeah and there isn't one you can find an article that supports anything you want on the internet like i'm sure i could find an article that was like they a study in guadalajara says tequila once a day helps a baby (laughs) get better sat scores like (laughs) you know like it's really but i ended up not finding anything reputable so i didn't do it but i have plenty of friends that tell me that they've smoked a little weed during their pregnancy yeah. you know like 
everybody is just like it's such a fraught topic everybody's so sensitive about it and like everybody comes to the table with a a lot of people come to the table with a strong opinion about it whether they've been through it or not and i always found that very interesting yeah like i have friends that got off their antidepressants while they were pregnant and then just smoked weed instead Mm. and like what like the argument like what's the argument there like is she better off because she's not on all these antidepressants but like how is weed affecting the baby i mean we don't know the kid is super smart and fine now and beautiful like so so i think everything's fine yeah but i mean that's not a medical study like i don't know i wouldn't i wouldn't advise that my mother's biological mother drank I believe pretty heavily when she was pregnant really? with my mom and smoked a lot of cigarettes. And my mom, yeah, she has depression. She has neurological issues, so that's not great. But uh, she's not. She's functioning adult. Right. Right. Yeah. Are so, you not allowed everyone, to take antidepressants, or is that the person's I, personal actually, choice? I think, I think that you can. Mm-hmm. I, I think maybe she was on a lot of them. I, I don't actually know like the the stories. I think you can like okay. I, I maybe they dose you down I don't know maybe there's certain ones you shouldn't take like I don't know but that was just like a choice my friend made interesting so, yeah huh do you guys have sex yeah like currently yeah no, and how is it <laughs> it's the same it's fine your vagina I, feels the same yeah, right now oh my vagina feels exactly it feel, it's not like swollen or it like no. obviously there's nothing going through it but like you know you have it in your uterus there's I mean like, I can't see it but I'm assuming everything's okay <laughs> okay but it doesn't feel like any different when he <laughs> no puts it doesn't feel well you know and a lot of people say that pregnant women are hornier but yeah. I haven't really felt more horny or anything. Just like same but amount of it's horny. like the same amount of horny as regular. Like <laughs> we have sex and I've only recently gotten like a little only in the last like month or two have I gotten bit bigger. So like we'll see how it goes when like I'm massive and like, you yeah. know, we're trying to do it. But, you know, so far so good. Been pretty good. Yeah, because I was like, yeah, yeah, I was like, that's another thing. Because I was like thinking, like, what's six? And a half? I was like, I was like, you don't really look that big. It's amazing. I think it's because I'm tall. Also, you are like, tall. I'm tall yeah, and I'm and I'm like a substantially sized person. Like my skinny, like little mini friends look massive. Little like they friends. just have like you know this big ass bump in front of them, and I just kind of look like maybe I went a little overboard a at Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Okay, so I was like, I'm gonna go backwards now um, to your other things that you were told me about. So you lost your virginity when you oh were my God, so late. When, you guys. Well, it's, <laughs> it's so funny because so many people are like, "Oh, it was so late," and then they tell you then the, how old they were, and we're like, "Oh, that's not really that late." It's I like, just like I didn't lose my virginity until I was 22, and it's just really surprising because I went to such a like hard party in college, like, and I just was like bombed all the time, and I hooked up a lot, but I think I always just like had my mom's in my ear being like, "Don't get it." Don't have sex well don't get it i guess i thought by then i was like probably not gonna get aids but i was like you never know i was like um like don't have sex until you're married and i was like that's i knew that probably wasn't obviously viable but i was like i do not want to just like lose it on a one-nighter or something which is like honestly kind of how it ended up but a little bit more special than that and i was happy with how that went it was fine but um yeah, it's just surprising to me that like I lasted all through college, and then on my twenty second birthday, did I was you like out get fingered or? Oh yeah, I like hooked up and did yeah. all the other stuff. Now, would you have orgasms with guys, or would you just masturbate for that stuff? Because I feel like I it took me a very long time to actually come with a guy. Uh no, yeah, I wouldn't. I not like that wouldn't happen. I would just like fool around with guys and be like, this is fun, but like, yeah, yeah never. So would they go down on you and stuff? Like you would yeah. just do all the other stuff yeah. except sex. Just like all the other stuff. Yeah. And so your That's first good practice. First <laughs> first sexual experience, 22, you're at you're you've graduated from college. Who is it with? So it was with this guy who um I studied abroad in Italy. 
Like I studied abroad in Rome with my college's um, like Rome campus and I was so obsessed with it that I went my junior fall and then I had all these friends who went my junior spring so I went to visit them my junior spring because I was like I gotta go back I love it so much there. So when I was visiting there another friend had a guy visiting like a friend this guy was visiting his friends mm-hmm. on the programs. We were both in town visiting in Rome, had this like kind of whirlwind, like fun hookup week or whatever. And then didn't really, and then saw each other again in college, like made out, hooked up again, didn't have sex. And then on my birthday, so it was like the third time or something. That's I had I had hooked up with him. And I like lost my virginity to him. I was like, it's just time to get this over with. Yeah, and you felt comfortable with yeah. him. Yeah, and then, but then after that, it was like he lived in Boston. I lived in New York. It was like it didn't okay, really so he go. was not from another part of Italy. Right. Joining no, he no, like no, no. He was guy. an American. Okay, yeah, and he actually, I told you this, like he, he looked like John Cusack, and a people have like a lot of people have told me that I look like Joan Cusack, and so I was like. Did I fuck my brother? I mean, like, <laughs> did I lose my virginity to my brother? Do I have a brother? I the question is, do any of your brothers look like John Cusack? They don't. They okay, don't. that's good. They, they don't. Feel better. But I do think John and Joan look. And then some people tell me I don't really look like Joan Cusack. I can see, I it. Can see it. Yeah, and people see it. say that. That's just like I don't get a lot of good celebrity comparisons, but like that's kind of one of the only ones I've gotten. Yeah, she's cool. I like her though. Yeah, she's cool. I, I think that's Joan. a good. She's I like classic that. comedy lady of the eighties and nineties. Hell yeah. Um. So yeah, was it good with Boston guy? It was like. Okay, I was like, "This is it." Like, it was, was it his first time? No. Oh, okay. No. That's no. that's interesting that you had hooked up then two times prior. And did he, do you ever remember him like trying to have sex with you? Or? I don't think so. Like, yeah. I think okay. he was like, "Okay." Patience is act is very sexy. Yeah. When they're yeah. willing to wait and they're willing. And to then I told him, ones. I was like, "This is my first time," and he was like, "Are you sure?" Like, he was. It was very way pre me to consent like wow. he was very asking he got much asking for consent enthusiastic consent for sure <laughs> good for him and then after that did you just keep having sex like like a crazy lady was was it like <laughs> were you were you unleashed i mean uh, okay so then after that i was like living in new york i was young and like i was i did i just did have like a bunch of like one night stands with people and i one time had to take plan b with some like random guy that i think I want to say the condom broke, but I also want to say he said he didn't have one. And I was like, who cares? <laughs> like, I think I was just like, oh, let's, I was just like fucked up and horny and was like, let's do it. But, um, but besides that, I wasn't really that reckless. Like it was always like pretty much condoms and like, uh, I would hook up with people I knew, but also people I didn't. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I hooked up with a professional poker player one time. He like lured me back to his apartment because he said he had a puppy. You guys, I don't even wait, love dogs. Wait, wait. What? The professional what? poker player lured you in he, by singing a puppy. He had he had he that goes, doesn't even relate he to goes, his job. I have a brand new he it's not wasn't oh, even I would his. have been there. Yeah. Yeah. Corinne. <laughs> it it wasn't Show even picture first. his dog. It was he was um hey, watching a puppy. friend's dog and it was a brand new like <gasps> one of those baby oh puppies God, like a beanie it, baby like a size yes oh my and God. i was like i don't even care for dogs that much i like <laughs> them fine but i don't have one i'm never gonna have one right i'm not a huge dog person i think it was just like oh like i might hook up and there's a puppy cool like this sounds like a good deal it's a winning <laughs> like, combo yeah so like i definitely so you got to see the puppy yeah we want to know yeah. more about the puppy well, yeah, what was the, the thing? puppy, the puppy like, kind of ruined the whole thing because we were hooking up and the puppy was whining a lot 
lot. I was like, the puppy I was, was like, like new puppies oh, would be crying, I'm like freaking out. And so oh. the guy was like, I'm really like distracted by the puppy. And I was like, I'm gonna go. The thing, <laughs> the thing that I got to lure you in is also the thing that's yeah, making you leave. You know what? But it's also it's weird that it's not his puppy because who would leave a puppy that new with so some with new. a poker player? With his, it was like his friend. Yeah, because I mean, like when you first get a puppy, like a lot of times they have to stay with their mom for a while, uh, and then you really can't leave it alone for more than like four hours. Because I mean, I just got done raising a puppy. Really? Yeah, and like you, I mean, it's like four, you, four hours, Matt. I mean, you, yeah, that might have been how long he was out at the bar, like picking up random <laughs> girls. And then he was like, I got to get back. Do you want to come? I got to get to this puppy. Yeah. Right. And it was this tiny, tiny little, like, it literally looked like a beanie baby. It was so little. Yeah. Like, you're one, you can't fuck if you have a puppy because, <laughs> oh. or you have to figure out, like, something. Yeah. We were in another yeah. room. We weren't, like, doing anything in front of the puppy, but, like, well, that's nice. The puppy could sense that he was being ignored. Oh, well, yeah. The puppy, like, just <laughs> well, gonna cry outside the door. They knew, yeah, the puppy knew you were in the home <clears throat> yeah. and not paying attention yeah. to it. Oh, yeah. man. Wow. So, yeah. So I, I definitely, like, Hooked up around New York a, a bunch, and being single and young in New York is uh, is a treat. Yeah, I, I, I would hook up with sometimes with people I worked with and stuff too. Because um, when you moved to New York, that was you were already doing comedy, or did that not start? So until when later? I moved to New York, I was in the NBC Page program at the oh, beginning. Yeah, oh, I applied yeah. for that. That's a prestigious program. It was. It fun. is. But all the in. guys in that are gay, pretty much. Well, yeah. when I did it, and I love that. No, actually, that's not true. Like a handful of the guys were like straight guys with like their girlfriends back home and then there were like oh, a bunch yeah. of gay guys that were like my best friends and so yeah. like i was there was not a lot of hanky panky going on like in the program for me and that is six hours that's six days a week like yeah, they work a lot you. of hours like so i wasn't really i didn't have like a ton of time and the for, outfits aren't like the hottest yeah oh please but they used to be from casual corner the oh store casual God. corner nbc and i'm on. like i'm five foot nine and i like somehow got a petite dress because i just like wanted mine to be a little bit shorter because <laughs> the rest of them the girls wore them like down below Amish. their knees and i was like fuck that so i wore my size but in petite so it went like through four inches get a hot little miniskirt <laughs> nice and like you were the hottest it's page. like a blazer with like navy tights and like navy shoes from Payless. It was a garbage. You look like outfit. part of Scientology, yeah, like in a ceremony mm, in yes. Scientology. Yes. That's now what they pages. they did a whole thing like a few years ago where Brooks Brothers like won the contract to like dress the pages. So now they wear like and they can wear pants now. Not oh. an option when I did it. Mm. I feel like I'm like an old suffragette. Like <laughs> in my day, we had to wear skirts, but like now the girls can wear like gray slacks with, if if they oh, want. Wow. Yeah, because on still a cold think, day, like it's nice to be able to put on pants. Yeah, if you want. I, I still kind of feel like the dress is more comfortable, but oh, okay. they have the option of the pants or the dress now and that's good um they went gray for a little while but now i think they're back to navy it's all things so anyway i did that at the very beginning and then i worked in like television like in production and kind of like <coughs> development and stuff mm-hmm. and i didn't start stand-up till 08 okay. so i'm like about 10 years i'm a little over 10 years in and i started doing improv mm. <laughs> i'm one of those uh, me too i'm one of those hey, yeah, yeah. Like oh four, I started taking UCB classes like while I was in the page program, and so I was I was doing that. And people were like, "You should do stand up," and I was like, "Why would I want to repeat the same jokes over and over again when I can make magical improv happen?" <laughs> That's <laughs> one time only. And then I was like, "Oh, this doesn't get you anywhere." Exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, it does. There's a lot of very famous improvisers, I, but yeah. stand up. When I started doing stand up, I did them concurrently for a little bit, and was like. Oh my god Like the returns On stand up Are so quick And like When you fuck up It's all on you When you do well It's all on you Whereas like You're on these teams In improv And it's My friends when I switched Were like We're really happy That you moved to stand up 
<laughs> like we were sick of coming to improv shows. Like oh, they were like, we oh, always oh, thought oh. you meant your friends who improvised with yeah. you. They were like, oh, oh no, thank no, God we got this. No, 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 no. My friends that I would like beg to come to my improv shows <laughs> yeah. were like, we always liked watching you, but like sometimes in improv it takes a really long time to get to the funny, whereas in stand up. Yeah. If it's taking a long time, it's watching usually not happening. Yeah. Bad stand-up <laughs> is oftentimes at least kind of interesting to watch somebody right. like and not do well. Imp- totally. Bad improv makes you want to kill yourself. Yeah. And sometimes with bad stand-up, you're like, that's like a pretty good premise. Like someone better could make that into something good. Right. You know, you, you're kind of like, okay, I see your point. I'm not laughing, but you like know. it could be an interesting, yeah. like almost like a TED talk. Like, sure. oh, I like the way you see that yeah, thing. Exactly. Oh my god. I mean, I don't. I don't even know if I've ever enjoyed an improv show. I don't. I can't even <laughs> I think ha- of I one. Mean, Cats. I used to go to Cats. Those are the pros. And those, pro- like, they were like they. There were the pros, but they're also like no rules. And like when you start taking the classes, they say that the the whole thing of it is don't think. But there but are there's a lot, a of, lot rules. of rules. Yeah. And so, so many rules, when you yeah. watch these famous people getting up during Cats, and they're also fucking throwing the rules <laughs> out the window and just having fun. You're like that's what you should be teaching people. Yeah, like, yeah there were some like larger, like the like the stepfathers or like TJ oh, and Dave, totally. which is the two person improv is a, is a, is kind of a, a lot different structure. There was a couple ones that were okay. Yeah, I used to intern at the UCB, so I got most of my classes for free, which oh, is like a, like nice. another reason. Now, I Now was, was that a fuck fest at UCB? Because I heard like you know. because here was the thing, like I'd already been like I. I grew up like an hour outside of New York, so I had a lot of college friends and some high school friends in the city, and I just, I wasn't relying on the UCB as my like social life. Okay. Mm. So I think the people Smart. that were, they had those big parties yeah. that were like sweat. I would go to some go of to, those um, and feel really out like. Swiggins or whatever? Yeah. Um, um, oh my God. No, I know what you're saying. Wait, is that, what's the, no, the one with the hot is our dogs. bar now. It's a, uh, Mc- something it just like, shut yeah 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 yeah. it's uh mcmanus mcmanus, oh, McManus cafe yeah. Wait, peter mcmanus wait it's yeah. shut down yeah that's been i think it's closed, for a while. closed. Yeah. yeah wow but that was like so i didn't really God, feel was, yeah. super accepted in that world especially because it was like you know there was like the hierarchy of like who's on a herald team later i was on a mod team i was on one of the sketch teams i was an actor on the mod like mod teams and th- by then i felt that was in like 2013, 2014. I felt really like part of the UCB community by then. But when I was like pre-marriage, younger, single, I, I went to those parties and I was like, this is like weird. It's dark. Mm-hmm. I don't know everyone. Uh, yeah. I'm supposed to, to kiss clicky. up to people that are on Herald teams and yeah. I don't know who like the important people are. I like the dynamics in the stand-up comedy world in New yeah. York City a lot. Yeah. Because even if everyone is not happy for everybody's success, it's at least like... You know, you, you already feel alone. It's a little bit more every man for himself. So yeah. like you're, you're fr- you can have nice. a good conversation with people. It's not like my group. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. Um. I that I did, did. I had. I was in some fun like little improv teams, but I was never like, this is my social life. You know. Um. But yeah, I I interned and like stepfathers were so good. Death by Ruru. There were some like really really <gasps> oh, good. Oh yeah, teams. Death by Ruru. Wow. So there's some good improv out there. But that's when I was in love with Neil Casey. Oh, I used to have the biggest crush on him because he was the funniest person I ever saw. Oh, I'm friends with him in LA. I have dinner with him and his wife sometimes. Yeah, I would, like years and years oh, and I didn't years know ago. He was married. Wow, he is married, He's so and funny. his wife is a pretty funny stand-up. Her name's Meredith. Nice, Casey. She goes by Meredith Casey now. That's awesome. Um, He's so fucking funny. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, did you date any other comedians before you, uh, the comedian Jared you married? No, I really okay. So when I started comedy, I did bringers. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, just, my first show was a bringer. Yeah, Me like too. so I did bringers for for a few months and so another guy who was actually really cute and funny did bringers with and he and I hooked up once. He does not do it anymore. I don't even know if I remember his last I do know his last name. He's like not worth mentioning. He doesn't do it anymore. Um <laughs> Waste of space. I actually he didn't really <laughs> and he was funny, but he just stopped doing it. I think you got to have 
bringers the like attract people that are doing it so much on the side as like a hobby a lot. I was doing it. And the woman who ran the bringers was like, you're good. You can come start doing some of my shows without bringing. And that was when I was like, oh, wait, bringers are a scam. <laughs> like, but yeah. it took me like six months to figure it out. Um, and like people would book me for their shows and I'd be like, okay, how many people do I have to bring? And they'd be like, like zero. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, like, are you oh, sure? I've been getting duped. <laughs> like, yeah. So, um, and then when my husband and I, when Jared and I were, hooking up but he wasn't like calling me i hooked up with another comedian to like make him mad but he wasn't did it work me. did it work yeah it worked how did you find yeah. out you were hooking up with someone told him yes yeah so you're like just as planned. yeah yeah and that's the only those are the only two other comics i've ever hooked up with that's and those were both funny. like one night things so you knew that that was gonna work to reel him in to be like what are we well kind of i kind of also liked this other comedian like i'd kind of been like attracted to this other comedian and i was like which I was like, gonna be, you're fellas? like not calling me. And like, I guess we're not, I guess this isn't happening. Like we had a thing at the beginning where we like made out at a party, then hung out the next night. So then, in public. So yeah, that's like a, then didn't talk to him for two weeks. Then he didn't call me for two weeks. Then we, we, we hung out at a, like Sean Donnelly's birthday party or something. Yeah. Hooked up again. And then like, and then a third time it happened and I go, okay, see you in two weeks. Like, cause it just Damn. kept happening. Yeah. And he was like, no, no, let's go out to dinner or whatever. And we like, after three hookups, we finally went on like a real date. Did he say why or is he just like yes. spacey? Like I'm a spacey he had, person. Like but. he thought like he's a nerd. Like he's really into like role playing games like Dungeons and Dragons and Star Trek and shit like that. Legit nerd. And I'm not like that at all. And he just thought we would He goes, I just don't know if we have enough in common. I'm like, we're both stand up comedians in New yeah. York City. That feels like a pretty good foundation. And he was like, yeah, I just he thought he should be dating a nerd girl. See, but isn't it mm. nice to date somebody with interests that you don't have yes. so you can learn about them? Because totally. the, the having the comedy in common is a very yeah. I feel like that is a great setup. And they get your like, lifestyle. You're not gonna do everything with your partner ever. Like right. he has Nor these, should you. Yeah, he has these things where these guys come over and they play games for Dungeons six and hours and I go out and do something with my friends. Somebody you know? showed me their Dungeon and Dragon setup once and I was like, This is gorgeous. This is an elaborate it's world of an imagination so that you get lost in. I tell Good people you. all the time i'm like i would a thousand times over rather be married to a dork that plays dungeons and dragons than someone that's like won't talk to you for four days because the patriots like lost the super yeah. bowl oh my god you know what yeah. i mean like the guys that are so fucking into sports like that's considered my husband's like playing these games where they create these worlds and like go yeah, on adventures and use their brains games. and their imagination i think that's like a lot cooler than like look i really sacked that guy hard do or whatever a, i know sometimes <laughs> i imagine women play dungeons and dragons they but do like he's got a girl in his group that's awesome <laughs> do, but do women have anything that's like like a woman you know dungeon and dragons i would associate more with men yeah it is definitely like at least primarity i don't think women have like they like we don't I would like I, games where you get lost in your imagination no as an adult woman no we don't that's lame. i would we say like my one. equivalent to it is like when my girlfriends come over and we watch like real housewives of beverly hills and like because yeah. that's like a full world that's, that's a world of like, imagination yeah, yeah and like then there's like vanderpump rules <clears throat> there's like offshoot worlds <laughs> like you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. and that's my garbage escapist shit that i watch but yeah. like um but there's like knitting circles and stuff but i mean yeah and i'm in a book club like i don't oh, yeah, know book, club. like, book clubs that's great because then you could be in you're intellectually stimulated yeah because i think that's yeah. when i learned you're about not dungeons like and creating dragons. anything per se the way that they are for dungeons and dragons but yes you but, are like having a yeah. talk that's not about 
but like life or whatever yeah, you know I, yeah. I think dungeon like there's like a, you write a book for yeah. dungeon and you write an entire like a show bible you write that for my husband is the is the dungeon master that so is, he is the real the sherpa that takes them through so elaborate it's really hot you guys have you ever hooked up with a dungeon master i you haven't but get into it <laughs> i would th- i kind of think that's hot because it's a it's lot like, of work honestly at the beginning i was like i don't what are you i can't like i just kind of was like i don't know what you're talking about you do your little thing yeah. and then like i played with him a couple times and was like this is actually so fun this is like choose your adventure it's like really Ooh, yeah fun. yeah it's really cool. fun i mean there's some of them that are more like dragony and like more so, like fantasy this one's like, too dragony he, well he did this was like too dragony no but he did one with me once that was kind of just like you're in a city i was in a city that was like um a futuristic New York City and we had to go into like the subway old subways and find this like mystery thing that was happening so for me it was more like a mystery and I was like ooh, ooh. what are we finding and so he he made that game up because he knew I would be more into it than like and then you slay the sorcerer or whatever like that's and not so like, like the you're kind yeah. curating that like you're curating the land and then you're making up your own rules it's a lot of work and goals or? you don't make up your own rules like you create a character your okay. character has all these abilities okay. okay you have to like roll the dice basically tell you what you're allowed to do and okay, what you're like, not there has allowed to be a to board do. or a dice or yeah, something yeah okay. the dice tell you like so you basically my husband jared will be like i'm okay you get to this door there's a sign on the door it's in this language let's say your character has come up with has a language attribute in their in the character yeah. sheet that you made up he's like if you get a 10 or above you can read the sign so you roll oh. you get a 12 great you can read the sign you get a seven you can't read the sign what do you want to do now Wow. So that's like an example of like a, huh. that's an example of a move. And I'm like, we should the make a most slutty. elementary knowledge of this shit too. We should wow. Do like Dungeons and Masters. Like a kinky version. <laughs> a kinky, no, like. Not one that has to do with sex. We, sex we can Dungeons think of more and than Dragons. That. Yeah, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. It's like I was a woman's like, world. I'm kind of into it. I'm like, I want to play this now. Yeah. A fun. lot of people, I tell them about it and they're like, oh, I want to play. Like, yeah, he plays with like a few groups in LA. Wow. <laughs> yeah. He might be starting a podcast doing it too. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That I mean, and that would have a really, really built in following. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there are a lot of I think there are some Dungeons and Dragons podcasts that exist, but they're not like with funny people. They're like yeah. with like hardcore nerds that are almost and like now I'm well, we better get on it yeah, now that we're like talking about bad it. social skill. I know I'm like, yeah. sorry, Jared, I'm telling your idea. He's like, I don't know when this is coming out. Well, but. this is Jared Logan's idea. So you guys you guys <laughs> it's can't copyrighted can't here. Yeah, you guys can't. You heard it here first. It's coming. <laughs> so also this is gonna make him have to get started on it fast. He's like doing a pitch at a network on Tuesday. There you go. Uh, tomorrow. There you so, go. It's pretty much yeah. almost done, guys. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's that's about it for us. Uh what uh where can people see you? Anything else you want to say? I promote? would love to promote briefly. Yes. My debut stand-up album is available for pre-order right now on iTunes. It's called Undefeated. Um, it's my nice. first album. I'm really proud of it. So funny. Definitely listen. Um, thank you. I haven't listened to the album yet, but you're just so funny. Thank you are you. fucking hilarious. You can DL it or, or buy it or whatever. Um, it should be available later in February, I think, but it's available for pre-order now, and that kind of helps me make a splash on the iTunes charts. So oh, please yeah, pre-order. pre-order. And then, yeah, I'm on Insta and Twitter and all that shit is Kara Clank, K-A-R-A-K-L-E-N-K, and I perform mostly in LA now that I'm going to be I can't really I'm in New York right now but I'm tra- my travel days are kind of over we have lots of listeners in Los Angeles yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So come out to LA. Oh, in LA, I have a show. You guys should do it when you come to town. Thursdays, it's the old Josh and Josh show. That show doesn't exist anymore. Now it's called Better Half Comedy. It's me and my husband, Jared, run the show. Oh, that's fun. And it's at Bar Lubitsch in West Hollywood. It's free. Oh. Every Thursday, it's great. We get good crowds and um, great comics. So Yay. come to that. Perfect. Thank Thanks you so, much, so much for sitting down with us. Thank you for having me in of your adorable course. dojo here. <laughs> I like this has word. been Guys We Fuck the Anti-Slut Shaming Podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. Oh,